To that stupid fantasy football show, I'm Tim here tonight with Adam Sutter. <laughs> Adam Sutter, what's going on? How you doing today? Uh, I'm good. I'm great. I'm great today. <laughs> deep into the night. Deep into uh, the night. It is. It's one of those. It's a, it's a late night uh, version. One of those. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> It's a late night version of that stupid fantasy football show. We're coming to you on June or July 15th. I don't even know what month it is. I don't know what day it is. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, man. Well, we're almost in in draft season. I mean, for Christ's sake. We are sake, in I, it. We I are mean, I've it. been drafting. I've been drafting forever. Uh, we, we know that. I don't stop. I don't stop drafting. But yeah, I mean the normies out there the casual the folks in our league you know who the normies that haven't even looked at it yet right right these people are just starting it. they're just starting to come around probably not even starting well maybe they're thinking about it thinking yeah they're thinking about it for sure i hope for their sake for their sake and i feel pretty good about my research so far, I, I like, I like doing it. How do you feel about it? Your, re- my research. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I can't stop. I'm not yeah. Who, I, who feel, am I, I feel pretty good about where I'm at right now. I think I'll <laughs> increase in the next like week or two <laughs> or maybe like All once right. August hits. All right. Yeah. Well, but like I, I did that draft with you that taught me some things. That was um, pretty fun. What'd you learn from that draft? I think the big thing I learned is wide receiver is deep until it's not deep at all. Yeah. Like I feel like you can like, like premier running backs is like a really short list. And then there's some like average guys. Then there's just guys you're taking flyers on at the end that could be really good, mm-hmm. but like wide receivers, like you can get wide receivers too, like pretty deep into the draft. Mm-hmm. And then after a certain point, there's just no wide receivers that you want on your team. Like, yeah. You just look at these guys, you're like, like Ty, I don't know. Tyro, Tyro Williams, Denzel. No. Like, See, I'm, that's I, what's kind of left at the end. I play Dynasty, so I'm, I'm into late I, round guys I play like that. Dynasty. So I play I'm, Dynasty. I'm, but, I, but I really enjoy it. Like, I, oh, I you know, Dynasty. there's, there's no point in the draft. You'd have to go probably round 20 where I wouldn't be. You know, where I'd be like uh, completely fed up. Yeah. I just, I wish I would have had, I guess what I'm saying is I wish I would have had more wide receiver depth. Mm -hmm. Like once you get your first three running backs, then like really focus on getting wide receiver depth because I felt like there was a certain part where I was just like, wait, there's no wide receivers here. Like nobody I really want to even roster. But there were like running backs. I was like, they're like an injury injury away from like being like a starter, you know, or like, yeah. you know, whereas wide receivers, like that's not necessarily the case. Like you can't tell me like Jamison Crowder gets hurt and then Den- Denzel Mims is also going to be good. Like that's not. Well, true. I would say, I would say in that specific, I, I hear you. I'll stop there. I hear you. But, but you. in, 
if if that's Crowder I want. <laughs> if Crowder got hurt, I think he'd be replaced by the rookie Elijah Moore. Is it the uh, receiver in uh, New York who's who play? He's a slot guy too. Yeah, Mims, yeah. Mims wouldn't necessarily get more targets if if, tar- if Crowder went down. But I'm saying, yeah, exactly. I'm saying yeah. like people can go down and the guy's values still remain the same. Like somebody goes down, like let's say Michael Carter goes down in the Jets, then all of a sudden, you know, Tevin Coleman could be pretty valuable. Uh, that's, a, that's a guy you take at the end of the draft. Yeah, it's been a few years for uh, for Tevin Coleman. No, I'm, I'm, that, but, that was a bust. You know I'm, no, I do know. I get your point. Because there's no one point. else there. There's no one else there. But with running backs, it's like right. a lot of running backs are an injury away that you can take late in the drafts. Like, there's wide receivers you take late in the drafts. It's like a lot of things have to happen for them to be productive or like really want you want them to be on your roster. All right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I was looking at this 14 team league that I got here <laughs> and, uh, and I got Traquan Smith in the 14th round yeah. and uh pick 13 in the 14th round. And I just thought that was a pretty good, you know, he's, he's a guy who could potentially have value this year. We don't really know what's going on there. We don't even know who the quarterback is. What if it turns out to be Jameis and, you know, and, and Michael Thomas, he gets his 10 targets, right. But Jameis, maybe he's not a big Camara guy and he wants to throw to a second dude. And it ends up being Traquan Smith for nine targets a game. You're just saying that because you traded Alvin Kamara and then you just <laughs> told us you drafted. You just told us a fantasy land that you made oh, up in please. your head. Yeah, that's nah. exactly what just happened on air. Oh, please. There are plenty. I, I, I'm over Kamara. Look, I have him in a dynasty league. I don't care. I don't, I'm over it in the title. I really, I really like that your microphone keeps on popping in and out over, over the Pentagon. <laughs> I leave my microphone alone over the Pentagon. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And what about Amon Ra St. Brown for the Lions? He was drafted in that same round. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Rookie. Why, Rookie in? Res- Why not? Who the about? fuck who the fuck are they throwing to in Detroit? This is like Tyrell a rookie Williams. who's Tyrell Williams, uh, TJ Hawkinson. Okay, TJ Hawkinson, yes. But uh, this is a rookie who they drafted. Let me see. Where the fuck did they take him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. He's 5'11". He was a star at USC, 197. Um, well, they get Brashad Perriman over there. Give me a break. He's going to run away with, with Jared, him and Jared Goff. Are gonna get, they're going to be the new uh, Cooper Cup. Get out of here with, with Brashad Perriman. Um. I would imagine the rookie would get a, a pretty good shot there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's somebody I'm like excited about to have on my team. I'm just saying it's a 14th I'm, round pick. If I'm, if I'm in the 14th round, I think that guy could be a starter this year. Maybe. Yeah. I think I'm more, maybe more excited about like a backup running back that has a shot to be a starter with an injury. Mm, so you, oh like your boyfriend tevin coleman anybody in that situation uh, nah tevin I mean, coleman's washed uh, tevin coleman's maybe. done 
He's done city. Done city committee. At least go with the the devil you don't know, like a rookie for Christ's sake. No, you I know? think Michael Carter is going to start. Well, Michael Carter definitely take him for sure. Yeah, no, for um, sure. But like I'm yeah. saying, like he Michael Carter gets hurt or he doesn't live up to the hype. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. And they're probably going to pass the running back a lot. Like Tevin Coleman's not a bad pass catcher. And uh, Zach Wilson should be the starting quarterback from day one over there. They got like no real tight end uh, talent to speak of. So what about your boy, Chris Herndon? Chris Herndon. I was hoping you forgot he was my boy. Yeah, he's your boy. (laughs) You you always be your boy. He sucks. You're forever boy. (laughs) No, I'll never draft him. I'll never draft him again. For years you were praising him on this show. Uh, fuck him i'll delete every single one of those episodes <laughs> <laughs> oh man please i would love to hear you just like listening uh, to everyone oh here i mentioned this and delete. <laughs> oh my god uh what about damian harris this year how are you feeling about him because the buzz 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 out of new england <laughs> they're saying he uh, he could be the starting running back Damien, I like him. For the Pats. I think he could be pretty valuable, actually. Yeah. Um, They're going to run the ball a ton. I think Sony Michelle's washed. I think James White is definitely that third down back. But, like, I don't think, like, James White is, like, the explosive player he used to be. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's going to necessarily, you know, because a lot of times it's like, oh, well, James Harris is going to get so many touches. Like, whoever's a starting running back there is, like, hard to trust. But I think Damien Harris could be, like – like one of those guys they used to have, like that would rush the ball. Like when they had like, oh, who was it? Like Corey Dillon. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Like I think yeah, he could Belkow. have that kind of, yeah, Belkow. Because like Belichick's mm-hmm. been looking for that. And mm-hmm. he had some, he had a handful of 100 game or 100 yard rushing games. He flashed. He definitely did. He had a good run there. Um, really yeah. as a running back one, I think, uh, yeah. for a stretch last yeah. season. Yeah. And guess where I got him in this 14-team league? Where? Uh, eighth round pick 13. That could be really good value there. I mean, I, I think I think his his um value you know his adp is rising as we speak so sure sure but like i think you gotta steal yeah i I would think so if he's healthy so yeah just breaking down the numbers real quick he did have a 121 yard game in week 10 10 versus baltimore that's pretty impressive 5.5 yards per carry and then uh, week eight 16 carries 102 Rushing yards, 6.4 yards per carry and a TD. Uh, so he had a pretty good stretch. He didn't surpass 20 fantasy points in any one game. So maybe I maybe I went a little too far calling him a RB1 for a stretch. But eh, maybe you could say from well, week eight, eh, from week eight to week 11, he was probably in the running back 10 zone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he could he could definitely be there from week to week. Um, yeah, I think eighth round. That's yeah, that's good value. Yeah. Can't beat that. Now he did only catch one, two, three, four, five passes uh, the entire season. Yikes! Uh, so yeah. probably not really what he's going to do. All standard yeah. leagues, maybe not in PPR. 
Maybe right. he goes down a couple slots. Maybe that's why I got him so late in this uh, 14-team PPR league. Yeah, it's a pepper. It's a pepper. Uh, but uh, I do have to say, when he did catch the ball, except for his, uh, except for a catch he had in week 14 that went for zero yards, he went for double digits every time. So nice. it's not like he's... Maybe it's something he'll improve on. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he'll get more chances. You know, I don't really know what the Patriots have planned. You don't know, no. you might hear any rumblings there in Boston. I mean, the rumblings, <clears throat> the rumblings of Damian Harris. Uh, he's he's the new Corey Damian, Damian Harris. Get him. Get him now. Yeah. In your 14 team leagues. Yeah, get him. And get some Duncans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because look, Robert Tanyan went before him. Uh, Jalen Rager. Like, what are we doing? what are we doing here yeah i'd rather have him than those two yeah even your boyfriend Cordero patterson went before him (laughs) boyfriend (laughs) well the i guess the atlanta backfield is a bit of a mystery anyway huh and Cordero patterson mike davis yeah i mean he's fine you know he we've we've said for you know we like him when he has a role yeah Yeah, i bet you if his name was different you'd be like rb1 Draft him early. <laughs> yeah, suddenly I'm not so excited about him. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the floor is going to fall out. Uh, I think he played pretty well last year, but you know, as an owner, like he really slowed down last season. He did. He did. But I, I do think um, a lot. I think a bit of that had to do with like defenses figuring out Teddy Bridgewater too. What? I feel- you, you can't figure out Teddy Bridgewater. I feel like there was a certain point where their offense just in general kind of stopped clicking. And that's when like defenses were keen in on the run and not letting Mike Davis do anything. And then they just put it all on Teddy Bridgewater to make the decisions. And he was doing it in the first couple of weeks, but then like, as the season went on, you know, he got worse too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he wore down a little bit. It'll be interesting to see Mike Davis, uh, you know, on the turf, you know, indoors. I think he could yeah. be pretty quick, pretty quick, pretty good. I don't know. We'll see. But he's, he's I mean, I don't know where's he being drafted. Yeah, let's take a look at his ADP here. Um, and let's, I just want to see what else is going on in that backfield. So we've got Mike Davis, we've got Corderell Patterson, yeah. Quadri Olison yeah. and a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. yeah Mike uh, Davis is the man there. I bet you if his name was Max Power, you'd be drafting him second round. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little concerned with what the heck is going on in Atlanta this, uh, this season, frankly. Scatlanta. I mean, obviously they're going to score points, but okay. Mike Davis is going 56th overall in a pipper right after Mike Andrew or uh, Mark Andrews right before so is that like Prescott. Fourth, fourth or fifth round. Yeah. Something like it's like fifth round. Yeah. Like late yeah. fourth, early fifth. I think it's fifth. That could, be, that could be a pretty good value, especially if you missed out on those other like RB twos. Like if he's maybe your RB two, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I probably I mean, would want a better RB two than him. Though. I would too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't hate the. I actually like the player. We've talked about him for yeah. like, kind of ad nauseum over the years. Like, I, I think I, I would have already yeah. drafted two running backs by that point and beyond yeah. like, wide receivers in that round. Like, I think if I were in any league this year, I'll probably have two running backs by the time we hit the like fifth round. Right. I think you should. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And maybe yeah. three. I would say, you know, maybe if Mike it, Davis is your RB three. No, that's pretty slick. That's pretty that's slick. Just... Joe Adai. <laughs> that's slick. Joe Adai is. That's for sure. And then and... maybe if you could like pound in like a tight end, like at, like if you go running back, tight end, running back, wide receiver, Mike Davis, like mm. I think I'd be happy with that. I think you'd be settling. I'm going to make the case against Mike Davis here because right in that same range. So he's running back 23. Oh yeah. Who else is in that range? Yeah. So right in that same range, um, miles Gaskin, Josh Jacobs, you've got, I like, I like Josh Jacobs there. Yeah. Why is Kareem, he, is it, is it because they picked Kareem up like Hunt. Kenyon Drake that people are low on? Yes. Yes. A little low on him. He's like a fourth rounder this year. I yeah, that's he, a, I think that could be the steal there. I think yeah, that that's a good steal. value. Yeah, if you can get him, get him. Um, you know, maybe try to target him then. You know, as a, I mean, if you can, you probably won't be able to get him as as a third running back though. But so okay, so let's yeah, I mean, let's leave him out of the conversation then for that for the purposes of that because I do feel like there might be a little bit of a there's definitely a talent differential. I don't know if there's a tier break actually though right there yeah because then you get kareem hunt and you get travis Etienne. your boy yeah and did you, you end up Chase. drafting him did you end up drafting him uh, in that, that draft hasn't happened yet i am still thinking about it but i'm pretty sure i'm gonna go with him yeah wow wow yeah Dude, that league's lucky <laughs> lucky league hey i gotta turn the ship around i got i inherited i don't know if that's a, the way you do it I inherited such a bad team and uh, I've been slowly turning the ship around and uh, you're going to, so you're going to draft a running back that where there's already RB one there. RB one. Okay. Good luck with your RB one and James Robinson. I dare you double, double, double digits in every game last year. Hey, trust me. I had him and guess what I did. I traded him at the trade deadline because of course they were going to draft a running back. This guy was undrafted. So he's just bad now. Like all that. No, I didn't see his bats and all that. Just, just out the window. No, he's a really good player. He's really good. And, and I mean, he was a really good fantasy football player last year and he was a really good, he is a really good undrafted NFL player. Sounds like um, you're, uh, but, this is, uh, like, uh, what does they call it? Like draft shaming. Are you draft? No, shaming? you just, I think, I think. Cause he's un, undrafted. He can't, he can't be a RB one. Look, I love him. I, I think he's a great player and he's probably got a bigger heart, uh, so to speak athletically than a first or second round draft go. pick because he's got to work harder. Oh, okay. Talent wise. Um, you know, they drafted ETN and Robinson was undrafted and they came out one year apart and they're like, you know, there, there's a big talent differential there. So ETN is going to be used, maybe not in the first month, you know, uh, as much as uh, you're going to want if you draft him as your RB2, but he's been lining up wide. This is going to be an offense that can move the ball. They've got some pass catchers. They've got a 
new coach to the NFL. So again, could start slow and they've got yeah. a rookie cute quarterback, you know, it's, it's probably good. Definitely going to be a clunky start, but at some point, you know, and, and that's why I'm not, I'm not competing well, in that dynasty. I guess the year. thing I'm asking you in this situation is why mm-hmm. him over Najee Harris? Because I'm not competing this year in, in that league. But you don't think Najee Harris is going to be good next year too. I think he probably will be, but I don't, is, is big Ben even going to be the starting quarterback next year? Does that, I mean, does that matter? What Their offensive think? line sucks. Like what, what direction is that franchise? The offense at least trending in like, what if they don't even have a plan after Ben and people are convinced his arm is shot. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And I, I like the player. I think he's definitely going to score more fantasy points than ETN this year. Um, so you're looking at the long term. I, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at year two and beyond um, with this. I get it. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. And, you know, best case scenario, he turns into Camara or something like that. that. I'll give you that. I'll you know? You yeah. That. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and, okay. and I have a different approach with him this season. Cause you know, if, if you're not talking about a dynasty league or a keeper league, I'm, I'm less interested in etn uh if you're talking about a standard league or something like that i'd probably go hunt in that situation if i'm facing that and i'm like oh shit i need to draft a running back i only have one and now there's about to be a real cliff um i really like chase edmonds i think if you can get him get him in that situation i like him too yeah you get etn you get uh kareem hunt mike davis yeah i think i I even like yeah i mean in that range like mike davis um, like in a redraft league, I'd probably go like Mike Davis, um, Josh Jacobs, obviously. And then who was it? One of the last people you saw? Uh, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds. Yeah. I like yeah. those three in that range. I would to be go, your RB three. Well, I would go Edmonds or Hunt. I think I got to say, because just in for a PPR, upside. I'd probably go Edmonds. Yeah. I love, I like Edmonds. Definitely the best PPR, out of those. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I would say Josh Jacobs. Jacobs I like the best. Jacobs aside, yeah, Jacobs yeah. aside, I'd go with him. Um, Edmonds, and then you'd go Etn after that. I'd probably go Hunt in in a Hunt. league like this where okay. it's probably you know a standard you know, non keeper dynasty league um, because I think Hunt has a ton of upside if if uh, you know he's gonna he's been good with Chubb. They run the ball a ton in Cleveland. And if Chubb were to get hurt, Hunt sky's the limit. I mean, he could be, we've seen him be the top running back in the league. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah. But like, I think Edmonds is already the guy in Arizona. I think Mike Davis is already the guy. And I think, you know, guys like ETN and and Hunt, things need to happen for them to be that, the guy. So yeah. I think just in that realm, yeah, yeah, maybe if you're looking at like a dynasty league, it's different. But like, in just mm-hmm. in terms of redraft or keeper league, I think I'd go with like, yeah, one of those three. But yeah, like, he's... like Mike Davis, Josh Jacobs, or Edmonds. Yeah, he's kind of a luxury pick because you can't really count on starting him right away. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like tough to like start doing luxury picks at like the, you know, fourth and fifth round. Right. And to your point, James Robinson, um, running back 30 here, p- 
pick 84 overall on fantasy pros in a PPR. If you need a running back to start for that first month or whatever, you know, and you, you like, he's your second, I, I actually think that's fine. Like I would be, yeah. that's actually pretty good value. Like I, again, I don't not like the player. You, you know? just don't like the fact that he wasn't drafted. I just think internally, (laughs) internally in an organization, they probably have a bit of uh, of uh, systemic problem with that kind of thing. If you know what I mean? Okay. Because why wouldn't you? You spent money. You're spending more money on. You're paying the guy more. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So let's see who else, who else do we like? Who else do we like? I like, um, I mean, I like a lot of the rookie wide receivers. We kind of talked about that last time. Yeah. I like those guys. Um, I got this, um, I got this other, yeah, who do you did you have any other leagues lingering? You got any keeper decisions you got? No, make? I don't have any other keeper decisions or anything like that. All my other leagues are redraft. You son of a bitch. I know, I know. We should I get know. a dynasty league going. Right now? Should we do the draft? <laughs> should we do the draft on air? <laughs> Definitely. Oh my god. If if more than two listeners reached out to us about this, we should do it. <laughs> okay that sounds good (laughs) okay um yeah i have this one keeper league that uh is fun and i've i've competed every year i haven't won uh yet um but i've got to keep three players in in like an escalating round situation where they were drafted and so i've got the aforementioned kareem hunt gonna keep him as a ninth rounder Okay. Which is pretty good. Pretty good, you know, whatever. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that excited about it, but it's fine. It's good value. Um, Brandon Ayuk at in the eighth round. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's also kind of eh. uh George Kittle in the twelfth round. Okay. That's good. That's good. Though. That's great. That's, yeah, that's the last season I can keep him. Hopefully he, he uh, stays healthy. Um, other options and it's slim pickings and really it's got to be those three guys but it's uh matt ryan in the 13th he wouldn't do that uh tony pollard in the 11th i suppose if if zeke were to succumb to some kind of uh preseason injury right before the keeper deadline knock on wood i could uh sub in tony pollard but short of that i think i'll be going with um shittle kittle uh Ayuk and kareem hunt i like Ayuk. But yeah, we were talking. What we were talking about, I think the move is to get um, Debo. Yeah, he's later. He's yeah, he's, better value. he's a little bit better value. Yeah, um, yes, he sure is. Let's see. How are you feeling about Trey Sermon and uh, the the San Francisco? Let's talk about the San Francisco offense because. <laughs> There's, I don't know how uh, I'm feeling about anything over there. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Isn't I'd have it? to. I think I would be one of those things where I have to see in preseason, like how good does Trey Lance look? Like, yeah. How how good does Grapple look? You know, like mm-hmm. outside of that, I mean, obviously Kittle's going to be good, and then you know, Ayuk and Samuel are really talented. They are, but 
but like it's hard to say until you see that there's going to be consistent quarterback play. Because yeah. then all the person, the only person I would really want out of there would be Kittle, or unless I could get Debo out of the Castile. Right, because they run the ball a lot too, and they've got a whole stable of running backs there, and they just yeah, they can never a new one. They can never really trust. Yeah, yeah. So they got uh, Trey Sermon, the rookie. They've got uh, Raheem Mostert, who um, apparently, I believe, I, I heard uh, he is looking pretty good in the camp. Um, what do they get? Jeff Wilson? Is that the guy they still got over there? Yeah, who is really good at times. He is. Yeah, he he goes. He flash. It, it seems like anyone in that scheme basically. It's right. Maybe. Hot hands. Yeah. Then when somebody's not hot anymore, they just go to the next guy. You say, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You, we ran you into the ground. Who's next? So we're done with you. Yeah. We gave you, <laughs> we gave you like 85 carries in three games. Okay. See you. <laughs> peace. They got uh, Wayne Gallman over there too. And Jamichael oh hasty. So he's kind oh of a God. fast guy. Yeah. So they, they really got a, a stable. Too much. Too much. And Trey but Sermon I, actually. Well, he, he compares he compares uh to best to Damian Harris on playerprofiler.com. And that's the Adam kind of running back that uh what Shanahan likes. Right. Yeah. You know, in that zone scheme. Yeah, like uh Devonta Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big back that can hit the hole hard. Yep. I you got that it. right. I said it. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 I, I mean, I just don't think I'd draft any. Like Trey Sermon, if I could get late in a draft, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd take a flyer on him. But yeah, I'm not too excited about that running back core there. Um, yeah, it would be it'll be interesting to see what the quarterback situation is going to be. I do feel like it'll be Garoppolo most of the year, unless he gets hurt or is like really bad. Um, I think Trey Garoppolo Lance to is, start. Oh, yeah, I think Trey Lance is a little bit more of a project from what I've you know heard. He's a little bit raw, uh, but you never mm-hmm. know. I mean, he seems to be like a great athlete. Seems to have like a really good arm. You know, so who knows? I think that's the situation where I would like to see what happens in the preseason and then like maybe really key in on Debo and get like a really good value on him. Are we sure that uh, Trey Lance can sustain three pass catchers if he is uh, the starting quarterback? I don't know. I don't know. Seems but like I'm a bit of a you, scrambler if looks, himself. If, yeah. If he looks electric and I think, you know, we were talking about this. He's like, He's electric. Um, but like I think we were talking about in the draft when we were doing that draft, um, you know, since he is a bit of a mobile quarterback, like they'll probably run a lot of interesting schemes with both those guys because both Ayuk and Debo can run the ball. And they're yes. really good with they're really good with the ball in space. Yeah, very so, creative offense. So it could get, you know. If he's a starter there and they get really creative with that, I mean, who knows? You know, and it works, it clicks. Like those guys could have really big value, but it also could be a disaster. I just feel like it's going to be more of a running game if uh, if Lance is in there. I just don't. I just don't see Lance being in there right away. Really? I don't. Not right away. When do you see Not him right away. taking the the, uh, um, the reins? I think. If 
the Niners start really struggling, I could see it maybe like week seven. I think it's going to take a little bit more because mm-hmm. I don't think Garoppolo's like terrible. No. Like, I think he could still be decent, decent enough to maybe yeah. string together some wins to start the season. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then they'll probably stick with him. Unless Lance is just looking amazing. Right. But that's, I think that's just like a time will tell sort of situation. Right. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, uh, yeah, it's kind of a tough one fantasy wise too. It really is. Mo- so Mostert is being drafted as running back 28, uh, number 80 overall in, uh, on fantasy pros that in a PPR. High. That seems it's, high. Seems high. It's right after Javante Williams um, for running backs. And okay. okay, it's actually a little bit further down than Chase Edmonds. Yeah, it's right before Melvin Gordon. You get the aforementioned James Robinson. I think I'd rather those guys than most are. Damian Harris. Damian Harris, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd rather them than most are, at least at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that pretty much is the end of, of really what you want for running backs. I feel like there's Ronald Jones hanging out a little bit lower than that, I hate, but I hate, I hate him so yeah, much. people, people don't. <laughs> he, you know, I gotta say, he turned in a good season last year, though. He he did. He did good for him. Scumbag. He's a scumbag, <laughs> he, though. He probably won't do it again, will he? Well, probably not because he's a scumbag. <laughs> He's so he's being drafted right next to uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, Lombardi. Lombardi I like Lombardi Leonard Fournette. Leonard. I like Leonard yeah. Fournette. I think he could have a quality year this year. Right. Okay. So you'd still draft him. So this is kind of where we're at. Michael Carter. Okay. Zach Moss. We talked about him last week as a good value this down here. Is pretty pretty interesting area for running backs. Yeah, 103, running back 38. So we're kind of mining a little bit here. These are some some decent players that uh, maybe you, you can overlook them. I mean, and James Conner, right? If you end up with Chase Edmonds and you're like, oh, shoot, I'm here in the 10th round now and I've only got those three running backs and I ought to get a fourth, you know? Maybe yeah. not the worst idea to go with James Conner, see what happens there. He could end up being a real um, fantasy star if uh, if Edmonds went down. Could be. But he could have some standalone value anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially in standard leagues, probably. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, Naheem Hines, you into him? As a Jonathan Taylor owner? No. Fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's of, a good player. He's a good he is player. A good player. I think yeah. He, I mean, obviously, if, you know, God forbid Jonathan Taylor went down, like he has a lot of value, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He'll have more value, but they have Marlon Mack there as well, who's a solid player. Yeah. Coming off a pretty, him. pretty big injury, though. Yeah. But we'll yep. see. He's but going yeah, late. Think, yep. Yeah, those guys, those are really just handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Heinz should probably have his own role on a PPR. He'll probably have a pass-catching role like he did last season. He, um, my gosh, he was valuable at times, but you just can't 
tell when to start them. It's the pro it's a problem with a player like that in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you're getting to those rounds where you're like, is this a person I could potentially start right away? Like, is this a person or I don't have to wait for something to happen. And I think even if somebody's not as flashy, sometimes I'm like, well, I just want to get the guy I know is going to have some value right now. Opposed to like, oh, well, this guy might be good if this happens and this happens. And I was like, well, I know this guy will give me this. So, yeah. Until you get to like the end of the draft, then maybe you can start. And, you know, sometimes maybe in the beginning or the middle and saying like, I just feel like this guy's going to be great. But, I mean, if they're not starting right away, like, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. It could be a potential wasted spot that you end up just dropping at a certain point. So it's just right. like a wasted draft pick in my mind. Right. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't like to be in week two and already thinking like, oh, well, I could just draft this guy, drop this guy. Like, no, like I want to have a team that like through maybe the first like three or four weeks, I could potentially play most of these guys. Yeah, and I mean, that would be... that's how I started drafting. Yeah, that would be great. Cause... I mean, I, yeah, I I take an approach where I'll take a guy who's who I'm not expecting to peak right away. You know, he's a little bit I, of a project. I will too. I will too if I believe in his talent. You know, yeah. I'm like, okay, this guy is going to be really good, even if it's not right away. I believe in his talent. He'll make an impact this year. But there's some guys like literally like it could be most of the year before they even have any value. And then there's another guy sitting there like, hey, this guy could give me like 10 to 12 points the first, you know, several weeks. If something happens to someone, that's for sure. And maybe going forward, it's just a safer pick. Yeah. And you can always potentially flip him if you uh, if you don't need him. Um, yeah, you could trade yeah. him for for an asset Maybe who might develop later. Combine him with a starter that you don't necessarily love, there and then go. trade him for a player that you like really like if, to a team that doesn't have depth. Right, I I really like to have one disposable spot uh, on on my team. You know, one person where I'm like, okay, I know I can drop that person, even though you for know sure. if they play for sure. they play this week. You know, if they play this week, they're out of the they're out of the hot I mean, seat. You know, your last couple picks, your last couple picks, yeah, your last couple picks, you can definitely like take fuck risks. A little bit. Yeah, fuck around a little bit and be like, if I have to drop this guy week after week one or week two, you know, so be it. But like, yeah. I think some people like sometimes will draft guys a little too early, thinking like, oh, this guy could be the guy, and then yeah. it just never happens, and you're just yeah. like. Like, you know, people that were drafting Rashad Penny really high in mm -hmm. the past couple of years and like, oh, well, I, you know, Chris Carson's going to go down or he's not that good and just never happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a, an argument for um, getting a handcuff, you know, so you don't really make the mistake of dropping someone who ends up developing later. You really just don't have to think about it much. Yeah. You know, you just kind of just, just chill, coast, chill. Yeah. Just chill with your two, you know, but it's got to be worth it for the backup, you know, the, like the backup, you, you got to know that the backup is going to be solid if uh, the starter were to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You got to believe in their talent. You got to believe in their talent. 
Yeah. You know, just draft guys because you're like, oh, they're handcuffed on a good team. It's like, well, if you don't believe in the player, then they come in and they're just not that good on a good team, you know? Right. So, yeah, I think that strategy of the last couple of rounds, just playing with guys, you're like, if this guy gets his opportunity, he could be really good. He was really good in college or, you know, he played a couple games last year and looked pretty good. You know, I think those are the guys at the end of the draft. But I think some people just do that way too early. Like in the 10th round, they'd be like, oh, I got to get this handcuff or I got to get right. this. You know, it's just like, mm. this guy might not play all year. This guy might not start all year and you're drafting him in the 8th, ninth, 10th round. Come on. Yeah, it's a little bit of a conservative approach. You're going, you're you're hoping for that safety. It's also frustrating to do. It's definitely something I don't want to do ever really a handcuff you know it's boring you know to be honest like i i like churning through my goddamn roster spots yeah i think like like with with i want the handcuff i want the handcuff on my roster starting in week 13 yeah i with mike davis i think it was like week like two or three i picked him up off the waiver wire and spent like 50 some dollars on him that's best waiver pick i ever made yeah well that was that was a a good one Surely a good one. The aforementioned Kenyon Drake is going uh, RB 36, pick 101. After yeah. the aforementioned Michael Carter, running back 35. Yeah, I don't know about Kenyon Drake. Yeah, he's in Las Vegas. What about him as a handcuff with talent? That's Seems late like in the draft. Pretty, that's not that late. But we know he could be really good if um, possibly if Jacobs were to get hurt. Yeah, that's true. Your butt's true. It is true. Very true. <laughs> true. Oh, uh, shit. All right. Well, I'm pretty much done. Yeah. It's starting to fade. <laughs> yep. We, came, we well, came in. We came in hot. We came in hot. Yeah. And then we just started to fade. <laughs> good show we really yeah. mind those running backs that was good yeah yeah was, you know i mean a lot of good information for everyone we're just like, we're just like miners tonight yeah. this is just... we got our mining helmets on you got little flashlights on the front yeah you know we have a light in the front so we don't have to hold the flashlight it's brilliant yeah, if you think yeah. about it really, really smart idea yeah so that's what we were doing tonight and i hope you got some value out of it Take that bullshit. <laughs> Turn it into a shit. Me too. Take that bullshit. Uh, right. well, good night. Turn it into a shit.